listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's The Following After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's The Following After Show. Welcome to the following episode 9, Unmasked. This is the Ode to Joy, and we are playing the Ode to Joy. Oh, bring it back up, bring it back up. Make, make it loud. Because Claire is alive. She's not dead. She's not dead. I have to say, when I saw that reveal, I stood up in my living room, because I watched this one at home, I stood up in my living room and I screamed, Flippo! Victory is mine. <laughs> Victory is mine. Sure Natalie is. Z isn't dead. I'm not mad at Kevin anymore. This show is just fine. Anyway. I thought Raj, from what's happening, I thought that was the big reveal. I'm sorry, Raj, retur- the return of Raj does yeah, nothing for me. the return of Raj from Whoa. what's happening. Nothing. Does nothing. It's all about Natalie Z being alive. I like him. Okay. Natalie Z is back on the show. Claire is alive. Mm-hmm. All is right all with the universe. All is right with the world. I'm Joe Sanfilippo. It's so nice to be with you here tonight. I'm joined, as always, by the lovely and talented Julia Kierling. Hello. Thank you. Hi, everybody. I'm also joined by Nando Velasquez. Yes, I am here. The munificent, the magnificent. <laughs> yes. The currently located here with us. Yes. Nando Velasquez. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, this, <laughs> I, you know, at this point, I don't even care what happened this episode because... <laughs> We're so jovial right she's, now. <laughs> don't, don't step on it. Let me enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie, Natalie Z is back on my show. Claire is alive. I mean, come on. If they stole from me at the beginning of this, of this season, nine episodes, no, Claire. All of a sudden, boom, reason to get up in the morning. How many times are you going to throw down your pen <laughs> That's in excitement? Five. Natalie Z is Six and seven. Boom. That that's that means something. That is how we do it. I I'm so excited that Natalie Z is back on the show. Claire is alive. This is awesome. Um, our our, our fantastic uh, uh, producer Marissa Serafini went to dig up an ode to joy. Thank you, Marissa Serafini. You're welcome. All right, enough, enough, enough. Well, maybe it's not enough, but yeah, Claire's it's alive. It's enough. Okay, it's enough for now. All right, we'll go back. To- <laughs> Aside from Claire being let's alive, build, let's build back up to it. We'll yeah. get back there. Yeah, I want I want that excitement to be fresh again. Aside from Claire not being dead, and uh, and and that's uh, that's very fantastic for me. Uh, other things happened in this episode that we should talk about. A lot of a things. A lot of things went down in this episode. I, I don't need any attitude from you. I know. We're going to get there. <laughs> well, he's awake this time, so that's a start. That's good. That's good. We're, off, we're halfway there. Uh-huh. For those of you who didn't, uh, who didn't tune in last week, <laughs> so. Nan Novell did fall asleep on a microphone, which I think <laughs> is an after buzz first. But it, uh, it, he, he woke up after. And and he I'm, did I'm fine. Okay, yes. All right. I drove home. I was fine. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you for everyone on YouTube who was very concerned about it. Someone even offered to get you a pillow. I think yes, they did. I believe they did. All it's right. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's jump into the right, show. Let's do this. Uh, Julia Kearley, Aside from Claire being alive, uh, well, yes. What were your impressions of this? Um, episode? This has been my favorite episode this season. Mine too. This season. This episode. <laughs> all I could keep on. Th- well, duh. All I could keep on thinking was like following us back. It is back. They got rid of the dead weight that we've been complaining about. They killed off some very, very... 
they just killed off some people who needed to go. It's <laughs> a that, wonderful way of putting it. That they just needed to go. So um, they did that. They brought back some people who needed to come back. They sure did. And they did it with panache and class and excitement. Well, and I well, really something, liked something? this episode. Yeah. I've been bagging on this show a bit uh, the last couple episodes. A couple episodes back, I think a few of us. Yeah, I, don't know, uh, I, I got a little mad. I got yeah. a little fed up. But this episode, I am back in. I'm I'm super excited about it. Nando Velasquez. Uh, I don't. I won't say this is my favorite episode, but what I did like about He's this episode. He's a discerning episode, kind of guy. I'm a little discerning, but I, this was a very good episode. I think it's back to form. The past couple of weeks, we haven't been as happy about this whole cult uh, thing that that Joe's been at. We weren't happy with Micah. I'm glad to see both Julia and Micah gone. Actually, I, I'm, I'm a little more sad to see Julia gone. I kind of liked her a little bit better. Uh, we got a lot in there. We got to discover finally the mole. Or yeah. at least Ryan mm-hmm. and Mike got to figure out the mole. So we got that. And that usually, based on the past couple of weeks, that would take one full episode. But they pretty much just did it within half an episode. And then there was still so much more. It was all about Joe, this whole attack. And then, uh, of course, like you said, Micah, and we, we lost Jana. She killed herself. We lost Lance. Well- who we barely got to know, but whatever. He was just weird. Okay. Uh, Micah okay and Julie, I'm okay with that. And then, uh, yeah, and and then the and big reveal, little, which little I'm not, I'm not as excited about that as much as you, maybe. But you yeah. know, shut your mouth. I, I'll say I don't think why anyone could be as excited about that as, as Joe. I, well, I don't even think I'm 50 percent as excited about it. But, no, but you don't need to be. I don't need to be. But it's okay. But we'll talk more about that. I love her enough for the both of us. <laughs> I'll I'll do one step. Of, I love her enough for all three of us. Oh really? Any wow. love that Julia has, it's just icing. And and, and Joe Braswell is not here. You have enough love. For He's him not. Too. Joe Braswell, as we discussed previously, is on assignment debauching the good people of Denver. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you're in Denver, hit him up. Maybe I'll buy you a drink. All right. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to kill me when he gets back. He is. Yeah. He is. All right. Uh, let, let's jump into this. All right. So all right, let's do uh, it. so so we open this one. We got Joe and Micah watching Carrie on TV, and Micah. <laughs> Micah has decided... You ever heard the expression, hoist on your own petard? No. It's an expression from our friend William Shakespeare. And petard is, is a crane. You get hoist on your own petard means you get basically hooked up on your own apparatus. And so Micah, I think, is the epitome of hoist on his own petard here. He wants to... He wants to be like Lily Gray. He wants to make a splash. Isn't that what he said? Oh, yeah. I want to make a... Yeah. I, he said that. Exactly. I want to make a splash like Lily Gray. Right. And so... Insulting it, Joe... Immediately, mm. really, uh, yeah. really uh, not appealing to his ego. There wasn't he. Not a good plan, man. Do do not piss on Joe on Joe's shoes, man. He gets real hostile. Um, so we we know now that Michael wants to make this big splash. He wants to get all this attention, and uh, and so we're going to call in Joanna and 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 uh, and find out how we can make a big splash. And then in, in the meantime, Ryan and Carrie, uh, we have a little meeting outside. I I want to like her. I'm trying to find a way. To like her, but I, I'm having a very difficult time. But um, but we're dealing a little bit on the on the sidewalk there in the snow. Well, she thus far has been an extremely unlikable, unsympathetic character. Why would we like her? So you're saying it's not my fault? It's not. Well, she's been the stereotypical journalist who nosy journalist who always gets in the way and causes trouble. Uh, you know, we heard Ode to Joy from from Die Hard, kind of like that one reporter in Die Hard that always yes. gets in the way, kind of like a good a good example of that. Uh. But I think to add to that, I mean, and you've said it yourself. I mean, she's no, uh, she's no LZ. She well, that's that. That's the that's worst the part, part of that last. That to last. You. you don't. Yeah, that's the worst part of that last shot. Like you got Ryan, Ryan going to bed with Carrie, yeah. and then the next shot is Natalie's alive. <laughs> Claire is there. Throw that pen, Joe. Throw, Throw that pen. Eight. There's eight. 
All right. Um, I, you know, I, I obviously have disdain for the character of of Carrie Cook, but um, she she has those characteristics that we've been sort of bagging on in the last few episodes of this super uber hyper stereotypical character that is not flushed out and is one dimensional and I want her she to was, die. She was just pretty much thrust <laughs> upon <laughs> us and, and she was yes. pretty much just thrust upon us like an episode what has it been one or two one. episodes? There's only been one episode ago she's been like thrust upon us. Like all of a sudden there was this but now nagging she's like the journalism. Gotta get the story. Yeah, all of a sudden uh. she's in everybody's face and it's if she was always there but we just weren't paying attention to her. It's kinda like go back to the peripheral. Or die. Or die. That's a little rude. Well, all the ones like that are dying. Yeah. So she should be on the list. I don't mean, you think? She, it makes sense because we need a we need a woman that Joe wants to go after, and obviously, as the author of the Havensport um, tragedy, you know, she is the most easy target right now. Although I will say this: FBI, WTF, Major League, because this woman wrote the book on Joe Carroll, and yet all of a sudden it took all this figuring out, all this running around trying to find the mole to figure out. Oh, she she might be a target. Oh, oh, you're talking about no, 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 a target? You. Yeah, sorry, I'm jumping ahead here, but uh, well, yeah, I mean, no, totally. We, we've we've proven conclusively on this show that the FBI in in this universe yeah. is remarkably inept. I just feel like, yeah, <laughs> she should have had a detail on her after last week, at the very least. Although I will oh, say, sure. we've yeah. learned now that there is there is apparently one unit of the FBI that is able to uh, to keep everything completely clandestine. And and you put hoods on mics and and drive them away and and you know show up at. at convalescent hospitals or wherever it is that they've been keeping uh, Claire. So there is one unit of the FBI that is in, uninfiltratable. Although, wait a second. I just want to say one thing about that, if, if, if I may. I know we're jumping all over the place. That hotel room where they, where they transported yeah. Mike yeah. looked exactly like uh, like a hotel in the first season. Uh, I'm trying to remember the whole the whole thing when Ryan was locked up in a hotel and, and they were followers were coming at him. It looked exactly like the same hotel. Might be the same hotel. Location manager might be so, like, hey, it worked out great the first time. It worked out great the first time, so let's just make this whole big deal where we actually blindfold and put a bag over Mike Weston's face, and it goes, oh, Disneyland. Drive. I've been here before at Disneyland. <laughs> I recognize. Drive I recognize around in a that. circle for two hours, and then they land at, uh, at, uh, at the, the Motel 6. I swear it looked like the exact same one. And then when we saw uh, what we like to call Raj from What's Happening, but it's, uh, his name is uh, Marshall Turner, played by John Lafayette. Ooh, I, yeah, nice I got pull. super excited. Yeah, I got totally excited about that because I was like, oh, I missed this guy. I don't know why. I just missed this guy. I'll tell you who I missed. I, I, you don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to. All right. Before we go on any further uh, – I do want to talk about today being March 17th. It is St. Patrick's Day, and we hope you're all doing lots and lots of drinking um, and carefully getting yourselves home. Um, do a shot for us. It's rad. Right? Wasn't that the oh, old drinking boy. game you had to say Cheers. rad? Well, rad. Since, we're, since we kind of got back to season one, might as well yeah, bring might back well rad. It. So, um, so uh, if today is March 17th, that means tomorrow is March 18th, and that means it is the launch day for Maria Menounos' new reality show, Chasing Maria Menounos. Now, uh, for those of you who are not familiar... Uh, it is going to be on Oxygen. It premieres tomorrow. It follows Maria and Kevin and her fam. Uh, well, let's take a look. Tuesdays on Oxygen. I'm Maria Menounos, and my life can get a little crazy. I host Extra. I'm an actor, producer, dancer, wrestler, and a lot of other things. I live with Kevin, my boyfriend of 15 years. Do you really love me? I would say that I'm in serious like. And my parents. Yep. 
I just said I live with my parents. You drive me crazy. You drive me crazy. My parents want us to get married. You both love each other. Get married. Kevin and I don't. I am going to get married when I want to get married. I think I want kids. Kevin definitely doesn't want them now. This is being pushed on to us. And of course, my parents wanted them yesterday. This year, you got to have it. And I have a house full of people counting on me financially. If I take my eye off the ball, everything can fall apart. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks or wants us to do. It's what we want to do. Everyone thinks that they know what's best for me, but I'm really the only one. I have got to figure things out. Chasing Maria Menounos is so new. Every Tuesday at 10, 9 central, starting March 18th, only on Oxygen. <laughs> so you guys got to check this out. because. <laughs> If the premise of this show is chasing Maria around, we all—I I know we talked about this earlier today. I only got to hang out with her one time, and it was mm-hmm. for about—I don't know—about ten or fifteen hours, whatever it was—a little swing there. And I was completely exhausted. And then we get home, and that morning she's hosting a parade in downtown yeah. LA. So I don't know when she sleeps. So the idea of chasing right. her, I bet they got two or three crews they're rotating through. Right now, as we speak, she's in New York. So she's, she's just traveling my around. Sh- my favorite show. She's on Watch What Happens Live. Hence, yeah. I'm wearing the Mazel sweatshirt. Uh-huh. I'm but, supporting her yeah, with the side she, pony. I see that. But she uh, <laughs> she is great. And she to. loves just so much. And she loves to do so many things. I mean, she's into wrestling. So she decides to be a wrestler. She loves to dance. So she's on Dancing with the Stars. I mean, she knows everybody from Extra. And, of course, Kevin Undergaro, who's her boyfriend is also very major here with AfterBuzz. The two of them mm-hmm. have, have created AfterBuzz. And I believe there's also you might see a couple of cameos during the season. You never know who you're going to see from AfterBuzz in there. I'm, so, I'm pretty sure I'm not there. But, and uh, and there's no slouches people. to look at either. No, it's, that's true. They're, 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 they're a good-looking couple. Yeah, they're, they're a little I, on the good-looking they're, 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 they're pretty good-looking. They're kind of attractive. I'd say they're good-looking. All right. So, so, so Of course, Joe's going to say there's no Natalie Z, but, you know, they're good-looking. I, I, I didn't say that. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, please, <laughs> please be sure to check it out on Oxygen. It starts tomorrow night, March 18th. It is the launch. Uh, do us a favor. Get on there and, and, uh, and take a gander. All right. Back to the following. Mm-hmm. Yes. Meanwhile, back yeah. at the wrench. All right. So... We've got this arrangement that we're discussing here with our girl Carrie that no one likes, but hopefully will grow on us like a fungus, and 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 or or will die, right, Julia? Oh God, fingers crossed. All right, so so <laughs> Carrie is making a deal with Ryan that you know I I won't say anything, but you'll give me information, and you want to go to dinner, and Ryan's basically like no, which I thought was a good call, and he changes his mind later on, which I didn't agree with. So then we cut to Max and Mike, and this is our cute sweet moment. Was that a come-hither look from Max or what? Did, it, She's she, laying it on thick. Yeah. I thought she had a boyfriend who's a follower. <laughs> oh, my God. Seriously, we haven't seen him in eight episodes. He is non-existent. There was a boyfriend Sorry. for about 30 That's seconds. Non-existent. That doesn't mean anything. And Nando has Nando has railed against this boyfriend. He's existence. less of a boyfriend than he's a follower. Just like point. Mike is a follower, huh, Nando? Mike is a follower! Oh, man. Deception. That, that's the problem with Max. She's only into followers. That's what we've learned here in this conversation. <laughs> oh, God. All right, so we have our cute, our, 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 our sweet meet with, with Max and Mike. Aren't they adorable? Uh, and Mike's in his towel, and he's just cruising around on the phone. What's going on? Looking and, pretty good, by the way, Mike. Did Mike look all right? Mike's looking all right. I looked all right. Yeah. I, I don't understand why we don't get a towel I'd scene, give but him whatever. I come hither look, too. Well, oh, there you go. Max gave him one. And then, ooh, she's got the coffee. That was sweet. I brought coffee. Aww, Sexual tension. Sweet. And then... Things got creepy. No, no. I don't think they got creepy. Then then the super double, in my opinion, at any rate, maybe you guys disagree, the super double sweet, what I think Mike likes more than coffee is a chick with information, and she's gone through 2,000 some odd FBI 2, possible... 2,663 names, but then narrowed it down to six, so that's Boom! Cool. How many? <laughs> 2,600... 2,663 to six. To six. Mm. That's how good she is. 
At the She's top not of that even list, in the FBI. No, not even in there. At the top of that list, who we got? Gina Mendez. Gina Mendez. Boom. Who's the leak? All right, so we're getting we're getting down to the knitting the gritty here. Getting closer, here. yeah. All right, so then we cut over to Micah trying to make this video, and that was hilarious because Micah <laughs> Micah was having some trouble. Oh God, it was so awful. <laughs> Nice seeing Joe as a coach. Coaching coaching supervillains. Do, do, do you need to go over the lines again? Yes. <laughs> you Learn know, like, your lines. I got to say, James Purfoy is doing some cool stuff. Like, there seems to be a little tongue-in-cheek about his Joe right now. Mm. Well, he I mean, how could there not be? He is in the him. most ridiculous environment of Absolutely. all time. For this scholarly gentleman to be amongst this Corbin cult, which are just so absurd. He's got to. He's got to get some amusement somewhere. Well, let me ask you this. Now, this this is this is the tail wagging the dog, maybe. Or uh, I think I find myself in a bizarre position where I like Joe and Emma so much more than the other people in the cult <laughs> that I'm rooting for the people that I know to be the arch villains of the show. Because they're classy villains. That's right. They're not monkey villains like these oh. other villains. These are, <laughs> this is next level villain. Yes. These are like, there's like poop throwing villains and then these villains. Mm. And I like I like Emma and Joe. Um, and Emma's hair gets better and better every episode. So um, they have yeah. a really sweet stylist in that cult. Yes. And okay. we should insert whatever whatever statement Joe Braz would make right now. Something about regarding... her long swan-like neck. Yes. I'm sure he'd say something about that. Uh, I totally agree. There you go. I totally agree. I'm also on on Team Valerie Curry. Yeah, friend of the show. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, all right. So we go from uh, so we go from Mike, and then we find out that Robert, Emma, and uh, Lance, new guy Lance, new guy Lance, new creepy guy Lance. He is creepy. He's yeah, weird. He was creepy. They're going to go out, and they're going to be, and we find out that Lance is extremely devoted to Micah, and uh, they're going to go out, and and they're going to be the messengers, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whatever that means. We don't know what that means yet. Um, then Max, Ryan, and Mike, they're going to go after Mendez. Uh, and we have that cool little thing where they plant the tra- they plant the trace on Mendez. She disables her phone, ditches the car. I don't think that's a very good idea, by the way. You know, not for anything, Mendez. To ditch the phone? Ditch the, the phone, disable the, yeah, disable the phone and ditch the car. Seems oh, it'll little... look guilty, yeah. Well, yeah. it'll look completely guilty. But she's also trying to protect her family. True. And Jana. She wants to, well, she wants to get family. first crack at Jana. Yeah. To find out the truth. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, I mean, she knew immediately. Yeah. Immediately she mm-hmm. knew what was happening, what Ooh. was going on, and Agent that she'd Mendes, been hacked WTF, into. man. Yeah. I know. I mean, seriously, how can you have Damn someone that's giving FBI a- uh, access that had a full-on psychic break? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, so uh, no, I, I like this whole storyline. I like this idea here. Um, and I like, I like Ryan. Uh, what was his line here? Oh, guess I was wrong. That's too bad. <laughs> they takes off in the Impala. Yeah. Like, oh, like, him planting the seed with Mendez. Oh, like no. When 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 they find out Mendez, oh, oh, was oh, getting yeah, yeah, all yeah. paranoid and acting all shifty. Yeah. Like, I guess I was wrong because he actually he believed that she was uh, on she was on the up and up. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, we send then we see Joe and and uh, Joe is sending off Robert and Emma, and he sends off Emma with a kiss, and then Robert goes, "Oh, you guys are." And she's like, well, it's complicated. But, you know, just to let you know, I don't really believe in relationships. Somebody always winds up dead. Oh, yeah. That's been my experience. Mm. Always. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah? Nah, nah, nah. I'm not that cool. Okay. <laughs> um, 
So but like, she leaves the door open for for uh, for Robert. She wants to make well, sure. Yeah, she's never had any qualms of using her sexual wiles in the past mm, to, indeed. Uh, indeed. for the greater good, the greater Joe Carroll good. Yep. She also says that she's not the same little girl that uh, that he remembers from a year ago. That she's dangerous now. So... Absolutely, Kitty's got claws. <laughs> He's got Not caught. to be played with. I was, I was waiting for you to meow after that. Meow. Oh, God, he did it. He oh, did. Oh, well, shit. you asked me to. Oh, I didn't ask It's not his to. fault. You asked him. I you was kind of did. You... I would never right. ask for that. So we, we, we follow up to, to what I think has become I, – I, I, I am always uncomfortable when I see this, and I may be in the minority, but mommy's day drinking with all the kitties. It's not good. I don't. I don't care for it. It always makes me feel uncomfortable. Like, oh, you know, this is how we do it. We drink a few bottles of wine and we let the kids play and we hope that no one dies. Yeah, but maybe. And that's- also, an extreme hair color is never a good idea for a, a mentally unstable uh, woman. Why I feel like that? this happens all the time. There's always a drastic hair change before they have a psychotic break. Is mm. that the deal? So they yeah. recognize themselves. You know, in you've seen it a million times. They have this 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 episode and then they cut all their hair off or they dye it a crazy color. I suppose I don't so know. So we open th- on Janet bleaching her hair. I, you know she's gonna go off the rails. You know it. <laughs> I, did, I didn't it. put it together. Well, that's why I'm here, guys. Damn it! That's that was a completely unrelated. I, pen I totally wouldn't know that. I wouldn't know that either. That's why you have a lady. All I right. just would have thought because she wasn't working every single week, she probably started a gig on another show, and maybe she had her hair color changed already. I would have assumed something like that. Well, I, I want to... <laughs> Which it could be possible. I don't know. I, I'm thinking deeply here. You're thinking deeply. You're thinking every little nuance. That's right. Well, I mean... Anyways. Okay, All right. go on. So, so now we, we cut back, and Micah is... Now, did, did you guys... Is Micah praying for real? Yeah, he's praying to his false god, whatever it is. That he made up. I yes. think Micah's on drugs. I think so, too. I think he's on a lot of hallucinogenic drugs. Yeah. And so uh, he'll I can pray to anything. That. Yeah, he drank his own Kool Aid, man. He, he sure was did. praying to the thing, the BS thing he made up. Yeah, and uh, what he, to do about his wife? What to do about Julia? Yeah, and and Joe, <laughs> what Joe's advice was hilarious. He goes, "Well, I, I, I killed my own wife, so probably not the best person." <laughs> and then he took that back, saying, "Not directly, right?" And did you love her? What, how, what, did, he, what did he say? I love uh, all my heart and soul. Or I forget. Yeah, I with all my down. heart and soul, whatever it was. Oh, my goodness, which basically gives Micah the get-out-of-jail-free card. It gives him permission. Absolutely. You and can... it gives him an idea to keep his own, to for Micah to keep his hands clean, have someone else do it. That's a good call, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that what Joe was setting up? Well, I think so, because Micah didn't do it, and because he didn't do it, that made it okay. Ooh, Micah, you little creeper. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so, so we've gotten, now we have a plan in place now. And then we get, we get Jana and Mendez. The real talk in the garage. What the hell? And then we find out all this stuff about Jana. Which, to me, should put a huge, huge magnifying glass on Mendez and her, like, judgment. Yes. Absolutely. And why she didn't... When, as soon as she found out that there was a mole, why she didn't go there immediately. Why that isn't your first look? Yes. Oh, that ex of mine who had postpartum depression, uh, psychotic break, uh, killed the dog. Killed the dog. dog. Was obsessed with Joe Carroll. That's and the case. weird. Hmm. Has access to my uh, to my security clearance. Maybe we should check there just real fast. I just will check say, in. She was a little uh, neurotic in the sense that the dog was barking at everybody. Like I, I, she like she wanted to fix the world like in her own little way. 
by just killing certain random things like dogs. Oh, she said that later on before she blew her head before, off. Too. Yeah, that the world's falling apart and all you care about, all you care about is Joe Carroll. Yeah. It's like obviously she cares a lot about being the psychotic person in neighborhood watch or something. You know, and all I could say at that point when she blew her head off, and you know, complaining about the whole world, I'm like, you're drinking wine in the afternoon <laughs> with the kids. I think you're doing fine. Doesn't sound too shabby, right? Yeah. The world isn't all that bad for tell you. Me, tell me what's wrong in your world. What's the what's, what's wrong in issue? your world? I had to go back. I didn't see that she stabbed her at first. Because it was such a slick move. It was good. Jana had that knife in the back. <laughs> Boom. Uh, all of a sudden, Agent Mendez. I was shocked. Was I didn't shocking. see that coming. There were a couple of shocks this This is the episode. reason I yeah. really dig in this episode. It's a good episode. They really got me going. Marissa Serafini, if you'd watch it, you'd have been shocked too. That's all I'm saying. I probably would have. Definitely. <laughs> all right. So we know that Jana, Jana has stabbed now uh, Agent Mendez. And Mendez goes down. Jana, who is not quite right. She goes back to the party. Well, there's more wine to be drunk. Yeah, the wine isn't gone yet. <laughs> She's entertaining her lady friends. So now, now this 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 is something I want to ask you about. We've covered this before in other shows. Nando Velasquez, do you have a go bag? Uh, I do not have a go bag. But if I did have one, I would really like it to have a fingerprint ID. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I really would. And and like oodles of cash, yes, like Janet has. Of cash well, you know, if you're a, a an actual follower of Joe Carroll and you've been helping Joe Carroll, I think it's smart to have a go bag. You know? Do you have a go bag, Julia Curley? You'll never know. Damn it, <laughs> Mercer Serafini, go bag? No, no. I do not have a go bag either. I do not understand this go bag situation, but I'm beginning to feel the lack. The more Although after that earthquake this morning, I started thinking maybe I should have a go right? bag. Yeah. Just a uh, just a high caliber handgun and a bunch of money. That's yeah. All I what need. else do you need? That's and maybe it. like a jug of Fiji water. <laughs> just some Fiji water. <laughs> I do prefer it. Yeah, I'm not going to drink any like Ralph's brain. Fiji oh God, only, no. please. Fiji. Not an animal. <laughs> all right. So so Jana's getting her go bag together. Ryan shows up with Mike. Of course, the whole thing blows they up. Show up by the way, looking quite dapper. I don't know what it was, but there was like this this like swagger that they had on that doorstep. Oh, you know what for it was? A party of lesbians. No, well, uh, I don't know. If, I don't if, know if there were lesbians. They were. Well, well I, one of them was hitting on Mike. Yeah, she was like, "I'm married." I thought they that were said. a couple. Yeah, but one of them was flirting with Mike. Yeah, one of them in. was laying it down with Mike. She's yeah. like, I'm married. Well, when you That's show too bad. up looking that swaggerific, I'm just saying they were anybody. they mm. were the roosters in the hen house, man. They were they were swagging it around. They were looking good mm-hmm. on that doorstep. It worked, out. it worked out. If if a couple dudes showed up on my doorstep like that, I'd be like, Yeah, come in. <laughs> I have lots of wine. <laughs> I have lots of wine and a go bag oh, upstairs. Man. Poor Eric. <laughs> I gotta call him up. <laughs> Listen, don't let anybody come to your house. All right. So uh so Ryan and, and, and Mike come in and, and the one girl takes Ryan out to the garage. Odo, oh, no. call the ambulance. Okay. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a very good confrontation in, in the uh in, in the in the the foyer before she before Jana blew her head off. I think this confrontation almost makes up for the confrontation on the bridge. It was incomprehensible. With a quick stab to the back. And, uh, <laughs> Steps down. Steps down. <laughs> I think this one made up for it. <laughs> this, this is good. This was good. What are your thoughts on that, Nando Val? I, I agree. All right, good. I don't, I don't know. I, I'm trying to figure out what are you talking about with the bridge? Remember the bridge a couple episodes ago? The, yeah. The, the, the standoff that didn't make any sense? Yeah, it didn't make any much sense. Oh, okay. So this one, yeah. I mean, in comparison to that, yeah. This, well, this was, that was a weird standoff. That was a weird standoff. Yeah. Okay. This Got was it. an unweird standoff. Got it. This and I a think cool I think the actress who played Janet, I, I don't have her Leslie name. Leslie Bibb. Who's it? Leslie, Leslie Bibb. Bibb. I think she was phenomenal in that no, scene. No, she was she's great. great. She did it. 
and yeah. it felt like raw and 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 it, like when she blew her head off, I didn't have any surprise. And such right. a departure from when we first met her in the first step or second or third episode, where she was just this happy homemaking housewife yeah. with a couple of kids in she the suburbs. Still, you know, she still was a little crazy. There was still crazy in there. No, she had some crazy funk she on her. Definitely no question. Had some crazy. But this was like full batshit crazy. Yes. From uh, just like a little sliver of crazy. Yes. Perhaps like deep down inside. Yes, absolutely. So nice, nice arc there. Mm. Leslie I enjoyed Bibb. that, Leslie Bibb. Well done. You're a rock star. All right, so she blows her head off. Uh, then we cut back to Micah and Julia. She is now an outcast. She's been dragged in to be before Micah. And he, he says he's, he's evolving. Right, he's mm-hmm. given her the whole thing, like, "Hey, this is uh, this is what I'm becoming," and she is not prepared for this, so she does something pretty stupid. I she think she does the unthinkable. It's pretty dumb. Pretty dumb. <laughs> pretty dumb. What does she do, Nando Val? She kills herself. No, she doesn't. No, she kill doesn't kill herself. She, she tries do? to kill Micah. <laughs> oh yeah, that. <laughs> Welcome to the following, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Do you, want to, do you, take you know that? what? Can you stop? Say, can you stop calling me out on those things? No, you're right. You're 100 percent right. right. I, I, we had this conversation. That's my fault. Yes. Okay. So, so, uh, so he says he's evolving. She and uh, she tries to kill him, and uh, and and that's pretty much the end of it. And then Joe. Well, it was a setup. It was, it was a setup. definitely a setup. And you know, he didn't even blink an eye when she pleads to him that Joe is manipulating him. And, and and everything that they've built together for, what was it, 20 years, she said, a couple yeah. episodes years ago? Was, yeah, yeah some something long, like yeah. that. A long-ass time that he just sweeps on in and, and, and has control of everything. But he's not hearing it because he wants to kill people. He does. Really bad. He wants to be famous on TV. Yes, just like, like that, really great. Yep. And, uh, and, and Joe, Joe, what did he say to her, right, when he's killing her? Oh, I don't know. How, how's this for control? Is that what it was? Oh, I don't know. When he snaps her neck? Oh, that was rough. Joe, Joe enjoyed himself. And Joe goes one more. Joe adds one more to the kill list. His kill, kill count, count. Bringing him up to four. Keeping Ryan at three. And Mike still with one quarter for his possible beatdown of his Luke. His many, many attempts. At killing Luke, who is unkillable. Still alive. Yes. Um, then we cut back. and we got Mendez getting into the ambulance. i got a question for you guys. So Mendez is getting in the ambulance. Ryan and Mike, they're running, they're, they're running everything still off the books, right? We've got sanctions off the books. Rock said that. So... Why are they still running everything off the books if Jana was the mole? Why are they getting everything in the house and sending it to Max and confiscating the phone and not giving anything to the FBI? Do they think there's another mole? I think he just wanted to. Uh, again, they just don't trust. I mean, even with the mole, yeah, I guess they don't trust. Uh, they don't. They still don't trust the FBI. And they might not know at this point if Jana's reached out to Joe, if she made a call, maybe. I don't know. I don't think you just all of a sudden sure. go, oh, that must have been the mole. Here's all our information. Let's just give it. I think they're just continuing this super secret little division that they got thanks to The Rock. And they're going to they're gonna totally keep doing that. So we're keeping it super secret, double yeah. down low. We're not giving it to the Plus, FBI. Plus, come on. Ryan, obviously, his end game is Joe. I mean, I mean, she even – Jana even said it. All you care about is Joe Carroll. So why is he going to share his information to the FBI when he wants first crack at him? And all the FBI does is muck it up. Yeah. Got it. Okay. All right. So what did we when we found on Jana's phone, they find out about this Carrie Cook book signing, which I don't understand why they had to go through the phone for that, why that wouldn't be something she'd have been talking to people about, but that's the way it goes. So Lance, Emma, and Robert are at the bookstore, and we have the mass stabbing. Mass stabbing. I, st- I tried to keep count, and I lost count. I, did, I didn't keep it count It was like at all. five or six. Oh, I think it I was lost count to six. It was higher than that. that. Yeah, I lost was, count to yeah, six. Eight plus. Yeah. Lots of stabbing. Yeah. Lots of stabbing. 
This was, you know, I felt like this was uh, Joe Carroll's version of the subway attack from the first episode this season. Yeah, you know, I think so this too. was this was his way of saying, "Oh, Lily, Lily, you know, organized that subway attack, but here's what I can do." He's, co- he's coming so out party. So I speak. really felt, yeah, I really felt like this was almost like let's let's upstage what Lily did. And this so was, this was his coming out party. His yeah, coming out party, as we said, yeah. I'm 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 the I'm the beauty of the ball. Okay, mm-hmm. so uh, that that's how they do it in Boone County. They they have a big Boone County, Boone Arkansas. County Arkansas. Don't trust Frenchy. Uh uh So uh so we do our stabbing here. We've got all the and then then they lock it all down. Uh, Emma and Robert get out. Lance stays behind, which I don't really understand plot wise why that was relevant. Uh, I wonder if there was a scene deleted. Do you think? That- I don't know. He was a weird. Sort he was of weird. He kind of wanted to stay and cause trouble, or who knows what. You know, he seemed like. Yeah, it's, it kind of sucks. We don't really know what his no. end game there was, other than the fact that he just lagged behind. It would have made more sense, I feel like, if Emma had purposely left him behind right. to be captured because he would be a loose end in the master and, plan. Right, yeah. because he was loyal to, to Micah. To Micah, yeah. and if, yeah, if he was still around when Micah died, he probably wouldn't have been as controllable. And he was a dangerous character anyway. He yeah. said that he cut off a girl's ear because he didn't like the way she looked. looked. He's been in the hole this whole time. Yeah. Uh, so I, I feel there was a little disconnect Weird there, character. Yeah, weird I, character. I wonder if there was a scene missing or something. The scene yeah. got cut, didn't make it in. But again, for the second time for the second time in this episode, they're like, oh, let's keep this person alive. We might get some clues from him. And no. Pop, pop, pop. Pop, pop, yeah. pop. Person, he, at least he didn't kill himself like Jana did, but still. Yes. At least, you know, little police officer who didn't know any better just popped him. And you know what? He Following was, his training. Yeah. Following you know, his he, training. He, he was cool about it, too. He didn't He didn't look like he was you know surprised that his gun worked. He, he, he blew him away cold. Yeah. yeah. Done and done. Yeah, so that's two That's two characters in one episode. They're like, keep her alive. Keep them alive. Boom, no. boom. Boom, boom. Bye-bye. Good night. We'll, be doing, our, we'll be doing our digging without you. Thank you very much. Mm. <laughs> um, so uh, then, then we, got, we, get, we, get, uh, we, get, we get back to Micah and Joe and Emma and Robert and our toast to immortality. And Micah, uh, poor Micah, he, he had one of the Alka-Seltzers in his mouth. He sure did. That was one nasty-looking death. I'm not going to lie to you. That's the best part of Micah in this whole show. <laughs> I kind of thought the same thing. Well, that's what he did to the followers last week. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So just his own comeuppance. Hoist on his own petard. Had a taste Twice. of his <laughs> own medicine. There you go. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. So, foamy, foamy mouth. <laughs> foamy once. Shame on you. Foamy, <laughs> foamy twice. Okay, so, so Micah, Micah has been poisoned by Joe. And uh, knowing he's been betrayed, which is even better. I know he gets to think about it the whole yeah, time, the whole time. And Joe, and then Joe has hijacked the message. And and this is this is the age, what do you say it was the age of Joe Carroll? Mm-hmm. Yeah, my name will live forever. Well, you know, he pretty much said that uh, if I can, you know, like the last man who was resurrected. So he's busy comparing himself to Jesus Christ. Oh, right I didn't pick there. up on that. Oh, yeah. He's comparing himself, bringing salvation, uh, talks about sins being redeemed by blood. And uh, we're living in an age now where death is no longer revered, but he is going to bring that back, where death is something to be revered, and no one will ever feel safe again. This is the age of Joe Carroll. Yeah. Boom. So there you go. He, that's why he was comparing himself to the Messiah. Mm. Joe's got a Jesus complex. Yeah. <laughs> Joe's bringing it out there. He's oh, totally bringing it out there. All hail the Prophet Joe. Prophet Joe. And that's Praise what they're calling him at the Joe. end there. Prophet Joe. All right. So, uh, I did, I did, all right. Awesome. So he's got a Jesus complex. This is getting deep now. All right. So so they go to Robert, and they're like, hey, Robert, here's the deal. Um, we sent Micah. Uh, Micah's free now. 
Isn't that great? Yay. Robert's like, uh, is it great? And they're like, it's great. And he's like, yes. I think you're right. It's great. It's great. great. Uh huh. <laughs> I know just what to do. <laughs> you're not going to free me, are you? I don't want to get free. this is great. Yeah, what you guys did is really good. It's a really good idea. That's great. I like the way Robert handled that. So, so Micah and Julia have gone to prepare the way, right? Is that what he said? Yes. And then all hail the prophet Joe. Praise Joe. Look at that. Boom. Built-in following. Uh, Done. Not, not for anything. He... he I, I must have replayed that six or seven times just so I could hear them say "Praise Joe" over and over again. Um, <laughs> Is that your new ringtone? It's good for me. Praise Joe. Yes. Okay. So uh, when Joe killed Micah, that brings Joe's kill count up to five. Ryan's still staying at a measly three, and Mike at the one quarter for Luke that didn't happen. Okay. So uh, once we get the "Praise Joe," now it seems to me this is this is uh, like last year's cult was was gothic. But there was a classiness to it. You know, he had suits and, and pool tables and mansions. Poetry. Yes. This year's He just cult. stole this one. He stole this, you know. He hijacked it. Crappy redneck type So he's, he's basically here. like the hermit crab of cults right now. He's now going like into a, a, a shell. Yeah. Yes. So dirty, he's got dirty like hippies. whatever was in the shell beforehand, he's kind of stuck with it. Is that the deal? Yeah. I think he needs to shape them. He needs to help them. Yeah, yes. he needs to. Uh, yeah, he, he's got some. He's got some work to do. Because yeah, right now they're irritating as all get out. They're really annoying. Yeah, and once five of them died, I felt nothing except oh. for the guy that had a thing with Mandy. I liked him a little bit. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, nothing. All right, there <laughs> you go. No Mandy this episode too. They just pretty much like no Mandy. They, they no actually Lily. made a point of Nandy. The, they Mandy. said to leave her in the dark. <laughs> yeah, that she. Uh, what did they say? I wrote it down because I thought it was kind of interesting. Hmm. It was very very fast. Uh, they just say, yeah, Mandy is kept in the dark because she's prone to worry. Yes. So I think uh, I think we'll probably be seeing a little bit more of her, and she's going to be worried. Hmm. I guess so. How's that for a prediction? Hmm. Boom. Yeah. Boom. I Mandy's going to be worried. <laughs> I predict. <laughs> All right. Um, that, then we have my least favorite scene of the of the show. Which I thought it was a really good show. This was my favorite episode so far this season. Mm-hmm. Um, although I don't like Carrie and she Ryan to me. I okay. They give you this thing, and they say, oh, well, we're going to threaten you. You're, we're going to come for you if you don't play this thing. And instead of telling the FBI that, she just plays it on national television. And it's now it's out there for the universe, which I thought was grossly irresponsible. Because Gives now Joe, she has the good story. Yeah. yeah. All, the, all your kids in the newsroom will love me forever. Extra, extra. Oh, nauseating. I hate her. So, so we play this thing, <clears throat> and Joe's got this huge platform now, and God knows how many idiots are going to join his cult now. And she goes to Ryan's house. Right? With with their police escort. And he's really nice to her. And he invites her in and let's have dinner. I'm like, are you going to hit her at some point? Are you going to stab her? Are you going to shoot her? She's ruined everything. And no, we're going to go to bed. Incomprehensible. I know. So there's part of me who thinks that he's playing her a little bit. But then there's also a part of me that uh, Max said to him in, in one of those final scenes that one day all this will be over and you'll have a life again. And I think he's been so consumed by all things Joe Carroll he understands why she did what she did, whether he agrees with it or not. Carrie, I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. And um, maybe he's just looking for a little companionship. Maybe someone who understands. Maybe someone who's as obsessed as he is. And maybe he's grasping at a life as well. Well, you know, the last girl he was into was Lily Gray. Look what happened there. So at mm-hmm. least he kind of knows that this one, 
this one is definitely being targeted and is not a killer. She's just she's just a killer in a different way. So, That's a fair point. Yeah. Although Lily Gray, when he was into her, she was t- for to his knowledge a target. She had been stabbed in the. That's true, but not a continuing target. I think I think he knows already that she's dangerous in a different kind of way. Yeah, you know, and he's okay with that. that that's a fair point. Dangerous he, and not a Joe Carroll kind and of not way. a Joe Carroll kind of way, and more of a uh, I just want to get the scoop and I'll ruin your plans doing that. You know, whatever. Oh, you know, like I love Lucy. Lucy, <laughs> did you get into trouble again? You got some splitting to, to do. Yeah, okay, so totally. <laughs> I, I think that's a very good comparison. Keeping your mind. <laughs> now I could only see them as Lucy and Ricky. There you go, Lucy and Ricky. <laughs> Ryan and Carrie, Lucy and Ricky. Funny. Uh, I, know, I like <laughs> I that like though that. because you're right. The last girl he was into turned out to be a psychopathic murderer. So I guess by comparison, Carrie looks pretty good. Yeah. All right, I got. Fair you. enough. All right. Then, then what happens? Then what happens, you guys? Then what happens? What happened, Justin Flippa? Then, then Mike goes out with some crazy Mike guys. Got a call. He got a call, and he goes out to the garage with some crazy guys, and he gets in a truck. You're like, why is he getting in a truck? Is he a follower, Nando Val? He, he still could be. Still could be. I still believe he is. Whatever. We'll, well, he wasn't tonight. I have a lot of problems with this scene. And talk to me about this. I scene. have a lot of problems with this scene. No, no, it's, describe it because I don't want you to ruin your moment. And then before <laughs> I do it, let get your you, moment. You up. Me, you get your gonna, moment across before I, I ruin it. Before I ruin it. So he wants me to be like you know, he's like, got to shit all over. Uh, it. So get he, it out he now. He wants me to be Wiley Coyote. He wants Wiley Coyote <laughs> off the cliff into the middle of the chasm, no. and then I realize there's nothing underneath. That's fine. I'll he's do that. He's got an okay. over I'll be your Huckleberry. Let's go. All right. So so we get Mike gets picked up. In, in, in the SUV. Then he goes to a, a, a super secret location where there's another a sedan in the SUV. Then he gets out of the SUV, gets into the sedan. In the meantime, he puts a, um, a hood on. Then he gets into the uh, sedan. He's driving the sedan to what looks like an old folks home the next morning. And then he takes off the mask, goes inside, and we see... Uh, 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 what's his name from... Uh, who do we what's see? Ha- we call him Raj from What's Happening. Ra- it's it's Marshall Turner. Marshall Turner, a.k.a. Yeah. Raj from What's Happening. And he's played by... I'll have to look him up again. But I love, it. Then, I love him. He looks awesome. He, he stands out in the crowd. And then my girlfriend, Claire. What about that? Does it's your wife ridiculous. know about that? No, I... <laughs> I, yes. Yeah, your girlfriend. It's actually pretty sad. She, John she Lafayette, was, Marshall Turner. Between the Turner. two of us, yep. our spouses should not be listening to this podcast yeah. That's right. I'm sure. There is zero <laughs> chance my wife will ever listen. Mm-hmm. But she, uh, she mm-hmm. was pretty funny. That we, actually, we were watching it together, and she's like, isn't that your girl? I was like, it is. It is my girl. <laughs> oh, good. She's, she's like, understanding. She's like, oh, well, aren't you lucky? I'm like, yeah, yes, I am. Throw that pen. So tell me, Nando Val, why is it ridiculous? There's just so many ridiculous parts here. First of all, as far from the beginning, from that flashback when we saw uh, what happened in the very beginning of this season, the, uh, Mike was the one who supposedly said to Ryan that Claire was dead. So Jimmy, I, I don't even know if Mike knew she was alive based on this whole little montage getting his head, you know, getting his uh, face covered up and going to this hotel that I swear to God, if we if we look up season one, <laughs> it looks exactly like this hotel. I'm trying to remember. So it's like all this like, ooh, let's not tell him we're going to the same place again. But let's do it. I I just have a problem. I'm sorry. I have a problem with Claire coming back. I actually have a problem you with Claire coming back. Mouth. Because I don't think it makes sense for this story right now. Uh, I, I, th- I think it's just another wrench in there. And just when things were going good, I'm like, oh, I don't need to see Claire right now. I really, I really feel that way. I feel like Ryan has a love interest, even if we don't like her and Carrie. Plus, Ryan's got, we got Lily Gray running around. I really want to see Lily Gray back. And uh, and, I, and someone just tweeted they want to see Lily Gray back too. Terry Patrick just um, tweeted out as that. And so Mike doesn't. Did Mike know that Claire was alive? 
Does Ryan know that Claire is alive? I'm guessing that's a no. Does anybody else know that Claire is alive? And yet the FBI have this whole secret detail. Marshall Turner is nowhere to be found because all of a sudden he is the FBI agent in charge of taking care of Claire. Even though everybody in the FBI, apparently, with the exception of Ryan, thought Joe Carroll was dead. Why do you have Claire in protective custody? It's just so much I don't like about it. Now wait, now wait. You said so a whole. Much. You said a whole bunch I know, of and words. I'm all, I'm all over the place here. And, but I'm and, trying to process and, it. And, and in fairness to you, there were they all made a lot of sense. They did. They did, and <laughs> especially the part about Joe Carroll not being alive, as far as the FBI was concerned. So why is Claire in protective custody? Why doesn't Ryan know? How much did Mike know? When did Mike know? Does Mike know? All that. All that's very, very, very valid. And I think huge holes that I hope will be filled in. Yeah. In the meantime. From my two cents, I don't care because Claire's alive and Natalie Z's back on the show. So from my point of view... And I will say this, and I will add this, and you will hate this part, but people who were complaining about the second half of season one, I felt Claire kind of was part of the reason why, because Joe's game all along was to get Claire back with him, and it really lessened him as this cult leader to have him so focused on Claire. I, I mean, the one good thing that might come about this is if Joe finds out Claire's alive, it might actually, uh, he's got this super plan now. He's, he's going to be the second coming of Joe Carroll, the age of Joe Carroll. And now all of a sudden, Claire, you know, be like the dog from Up. Squirrel? Squirrel. Claire? You know, it might end up being like that. It might mess him up a little bit. That's the only good I see of this. But I really, for some reason, feel like, oh, man, we finally moved on. This episode felt like it was really, really, like, I'm so glad we got rid of the cult. I, I, I think we could have gotten rid of these guys like a, a episode or two sooner. You saw the pacing with the mole. Uh, that should have been the pacing with the cult, in my opinion. He yeah. should have taken control of the cult a lot sooner. Uh, and then and then to see this, I mean, it's a, it's a great reveal. It's a great reveal. I'm sure people like you are very happy about it. I'm glad to see Nellie Z. She's, she's not bad to look at. I agree. But I just feel really confused right now as to what part she's going to play. And I'm really hoping it's not a step backwards. People like me? You know, like mouth breathers? Is that what you're trying to mouth, say right Mouth there? breathers. I was yeah, going to let fine. that one go. That's fine. No, I'm not letting that go. <laughs> that's okay. Well, listen, I, I, like I said, I agree with all your points. I uh-huh. think they're all fair and valid. And um, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> your defense is invalid because I don't care. <laughs> nana, nana, boo, boo. I don't, I don't care. care about your defense. That's that's all I got. I don't care. Claire's back. Natalie Z's back on the show. Oh, boy. So if, if Lily they, Gray, listen, bring Lily Gray back. I will be excited. If, when if Lily they Gray had brought back. her back as a GD zombie, if they'd been like, Claire's a zombie, I'd been like, <laughs> zombie Claire. Totally in. Totally in. Totally in. 110. Yes, she changed her hair color. Just in case, while she's locked up in that hotel room for six to eight months, no one's, someone might recognize her. Well, she's her. in witness protection, I'm you, assuming. Come on. You in are the a, same hotel, you send someone to a different state you for are witness a, protection. You are a hateful you don't little man. put her in that same hotel you had her in season one. All right. So, Nando, you, you you hate everything good, and you probably hate Christmas. I hate everything so, good. So that's fine. I hate everything Nando, good Nando, hater of everything episode. good, Velasquez. Please. All right. Oh. <laughs> so we've got to the bottom of that. And I, I hate how reasoned your rant was because it was very reasoned. Very reasoned. <laughs> that's, that's the worst part of it to me. All right. 
Uh, I think we've covered this episode. Should we? Do we? Uh, do we have any tickety tickety? Uh, we well, got we some have, people who uh, do some shout outs I for have some some sh- some YouTube yeah, shout outs. All the people who noticed uh... I was sleeping. Yeah, go ahead. Say <laughs> 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 what they said. We're just oh, happy that they're engaging with us. He wasn't uh, sleeping. Yeah, we, he was tired. Uh, we got Robin, Eddie, Tasha, thirteen, Super, October, seventy one, Amika, Groove, Terry, Pitnick. Uh, who else? Charlotte, Sophia, SF, Brent, William, Henry. All you guys have left some great comments, and thank you. We really, really appreciate it. Keep keep doing so. And if you guys have downloaded us on iTunes, we very much appreciate that. And uh, uh, Nanda, what, what is it we love uh, ratings-wise? We love fives. We, we love fives. We love fives. So if, if you feel so inclined, please rate us with a five. Or if, if, you, know, if you didn't like us, give us a four. It's fine. Um, but, uh, but the ratings is how people find us, so we appreciate that. If you're listening to us on, on iTunes and you want to check us out, go by YouTube. We're not too bad to look at. Um, uh, shall we move on to predictions? Oh. Yes, I think we shall. Now, you're after Buzz TV. Uh, Nando Velasquez. Let's turn it to Julia Curley. Ah, <laughs> blast! Um, okay, my predictions. Um, I think... I don't really have any good ones this week, and I've been so good with predictions on you this have. one. You have. You've been good. Um, I think, well, see, when they put the mask on, uh, on what's his name, Mike, I thought he's been conducting his own super secret uh, detail of Lily Gray. And I still think that he might be have his own secret detail trying to find her and hunting her down because he needs to avenge his daddy. And no one's really talked about this. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all been Joe, Joe, Joe. But that's, I think, his endgame more than anything. So I think uh, he will go a little, a little rogue, if you will, mm. on the hunt for Lily. Got it. All right. Nando Velasquez, what do you got? Here's what I say. I say that now that Claire is back, I will make a Claire prediction. Uh, that's going to be Lily Gray's target once she finds out what's Ooh. going on. Because she still wants to probably have a – maybe she wants to have a little revenge on Joe or you she just wants Joe me. for herself. So I, I could see – I mean, it's a double whammy. It gets to Ryan too. Yeah, it gets to Ryan too. So Good I could totally see uh, Lily Gray making a play for Claire. I, like I got this. you. That's I like a good, this. That's a good And goal. I could see Claire not lasting that long. Ooh. Uh-oh. I wish you'd stop can making me want to... Could we possibly put Joe through such trauma once Twice? again? I don't know why Nando keeps saying things that make me want to throw pens at him. I don't think it's fair. Just keep dropping them. Everyone in the chat room is counting how many times you dropped the pen. I think that's nine or way. ten. How many is that? To they said nine. Last I saw, nine. Nine? Is someone really nine. keeping a, yeah. a tally? They're, t- they're well, keeping tallies. And eleven. And they're okay. talking about me falling asleep last week. Yes, they're right. talking about that. Now, here's so. what i got to toss out. Here's my prediction. I think Claire and Ryan... Are going to, uh, they're going to get together and they're going to raise little Joe and they're going to live happily ever after. And it's going to be really <laughs> And they'll have a nice white picket oh. fence. It'll be, and, 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 and he'll go to work every morning. Poor Joe. Poor she'll, Joe. She'll wake up early to make breakfast for him and kiss him on the cheek oh. as he goes out the door. Oh. All right. Leave little notes in his lunchbox. <laughs> All right, Julia Kearley, where can we find you, ma'am? Oh, please find me. <laughs> please on the find, me. find me. Guys, find me uh, on Twitter and Instagram with my name, which is Julia Kearley, which is spelled J-U-L-I-A-C-E-A-R-L-E-Y. And then here uh, with these guys for, what is this? This is the following. So we do the Blacklist and uh, Hannibal. Motel and Hannibal. Excellent. Oh, no, you do the Bates Motel. 
Sometimes you do. Nando Velasquez, where can we find you, sir? Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Nandovel, N-A-N-D-O-V-E-L. You can also find me here for AfterBuzz with these fine fellows on Hannibal when I'm available and The Blacklist, (laughs) (laughs) as well as The Walking Dead. And actually, you know, we're going to be starting, I believe, Orphan Black soon. So I'll be be doing that one. Oh, I'm excited about. Awesome show. Don't forget our boy Joe K. Braswell, not with us tonight. Yes, and Joe K. Braswell. Joe K. Braz, as I said, debauching all of Denver. Uh, and and uh, my name is Joe Flippo. You can find me at Joe Flippo, J-O-E-F-L-I-P-O, on the Twitters. My website is josephsanflippo.com. We will see you guys next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz! See you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.